Welcome to our latest Brexit podcast. I'm Paul Butcher, Brexit Director at Herbert Smith Freehills. With just 36 hours to go until Brexit was meant to happen, I'm glad to be joined by Daniel Finkelstein of The Times to try and make sense of things. So, Daniel, last night we had indicative votes um, in the House of Commons and they managed to vote against every option and the Prime Minister has offered to resign. What are your thoughts? The Prime Minister's announcement that she intends to stand down, that wasn't even the biggest news from the day that she gave it. Uh, The indicative votes in the House of Commons became bigger news. Uh, So we have a story that's so big it can engulf the Prime Minister and still keep chomping. Uh, This makes it hard to know uh, exactly where we'll end up. Um, One of the assumptions that's now driving members of Parliament is that the European Union will be willing to accept an ongoing process as being a satisfactory uh, amount of change to allow them to agree a longer extension. And that may not be correct. Uh, So we may be heading for no deal, even though we think we aren't, even though members of parliament voted that down heavily on Wednesday, even though I'm sure they're due to do that again if it's put to them uh, in any future vote, because the decision isn't only ours. The Prime Minister has been struggling to get her deal through and anybody who understands anything about her political method will know that no number of defeats, two, three, four, will be enough to make her abandon that uh, because she thinks it's the only possible solution and it's certainly hard to see how a Conservative government survives an alternative solution. Not just Mrs May but a Conservative government and when you begin to think about who might replace Theresa May you can see that all of them have the problem of what solution to offer that both unites the Conservative Party in a way that would allow it to fight a general election which even if you don't think one's coming now one is undoubtedly coming fairly soon uh, you, and at the same time can unite the country and win a majority in Parliament and it's very difficult to see what that is um, the indicative votes that took place on Wednesday headed us down a path towards a softer Brexit but they also headed us down a path towards no deal and that's the problem with them uh, so why did they head us down a path to softer Brexit because those were the options that got uh, more votes than Theresa May had managed with her deal in the past uh, because uh, it does seem as though if ministers were to think her deal was no longer viable at all uh, they might choose a customs union as an alternative and that came quite close it didn't come quite as close as it looked because the SNP abstained and the Liberal Democrats abstained and therefore uh, the and the cabinet abstained and therefore there were actually more votes in the no column than, than looked at the case but that is definitely an option that could win but if it did win then there'd be the problem of who, whether the government could uh, could implement it. Um, the other, the reason why it goes down a path of no deal is because uh, the European Union would have no guarantee that we would implement it, and because we're still some way off from that, having a majority, even if it may be the most promising option, the uh, the EU may may conclude that we're never going to reach an agreement at all, and that giving us a longer period will not help with that. Uh, and so, what they've got to do is decide between. Um, fighting the European elections having punished the British with no deal or fighting the European elections with Britain still inside the EU and having its own Brexit party doing very well in those elections and the British issue becoming an issue in their 
countries. And so I think that our assumption that all 27 uh, government parties, which come from different perspectives, you know, President Macron and the Italians, for example, from completely different perspectives, you know, our assumption is they'll all go the same way. It's true that they all have one thing in common, which is they're all in power. That's important. Uh, but even there, it's complicated because the Italian uh, Italians are more than one party in Parliament and they're fighting each other. So um, the Populist Party may have a very different outlook. So I think our assumption that the European Union will definitely give us permission to carry on with this forever is um, complacent it may prove correct uh, we'll have to see uh, I think we'll know more uh, obviously um, I'm speaking before Theresa May's had a chance to put her third deal the third time uh, she may or may not even be able to do that uh, and uh, I'm speaking before the second round of indicative votes um, but I do think um, at the moment we're undervaluing the chances of no deal. It may not be the most likely thing, but it's still a chunky chance. Uh, and um, considering how close we may be to a general election, uh, the talk about it is remarkably relaxed. Thanks, Daniel. And just um, finally, um, I know you take a very empirical approach to politics. And what would you say at the moment? And, and as you say, we're, we're, we're before the before the second round of indicative votes and, and we're before the third meaningful vote has been put at the moment what would you say the percentage probabilities of the, the key potential outcomes are well I would say uh, the chances of no deal are around 20% they may be a bit larger than that there may be an underestimate and the chances of her deal um, are at about 10% and obviously by the time you hear this that may have fallen further um, the uh, chances, therefore, of, of a long extension encompassing all sorts of different outcomes is therefore about 70%, maybe 60%. Um, and But within that, there's lots of different options. Jeremy Corbyn fighting the election, winning it on the platform of referendum and a customs union. He could win it on the, uh, on the basis of a referendum and a customs union, but only be able to get the customs union through, but not the referendum. He could win it with a referendum and a customs union, have a referendum, and Leave could win again. Uh, there are so many, and the Conservatives could win it on a deal or a no deal basis. Uh, we don't even know who the Conservatives' leader is going to be or what their policy is, which is why I think Jeremy Corbyn would stand such a large chance in those circumstances. And of course, there may not be a general election. The Conservatives may, Theresa May, may decide to use the remaining capital to try to settle this before a general election by accepting a customs union and bringing the government down over that, and the Conservative Party then fighting the election on a hard uh, Brexit platform but not necessarily winning but with Britain already outside the EU so there are uh, lots of different options that's great thanks Daniel looks like we'll have to have you back in a few weeks and perhaps a few months